Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Man, that's a good cup of coffee. I got to tell you, my uh, my wife is uh, is home today, and uh, I was running a little late getting ready to do the show, and uh, she, you know, stepped up. Whatever I can do to help, and and made me just a perfect cup of coffee. I don't think I've ever had a better one. Wow. I guess it's because it's made with love. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Hey, I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, we've got a returning guest, uh, one of my favorite people, and um, she's always, uh, you know, uh, very busy, got a lot of stuff going on, and um, just a fantastic actress and writer and, you know, does all kinds of stuff um, in the film world. And her name is, and I'd like to welcome, Miss Chloe Tracos. Chloe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. I um I sat down right before the show to have a bite of lunch and I I my wife was watching one of our murder shows. you know, in, in our house, she's always watching murder shows or ghost shows. You know, that's, that's Ooh, about I love it. murder shows. Oh, she uh, so I, does she. I I don't think there's been a crime that we haven't watched a show about. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I, but I, I prefer real crime. You know, like if it's documentary yeah, that, about that's, a real crime. That's, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And she, um, so I sat down to eat lunch, and next thing you know, she's like, uh, hey, you know, it's, it's like 10 minutes till, till showtime. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man, I got to take the dog out. She's like, I got the dog. I'll make you coffee. I got you. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Better keep her around. That's That's fantastic. Same she day. sounds terrific. Yep. I'm telling you, anytime your partner says, what can I do to help? I have learned. Um, I'm an old man now, but that's, I wish I would have known that when I was 20. <laughs> that's <impossible. laughs> and that's who you be. That's be that type of person, you know? Um, right, right. So crazy, crazy. Hey, um, speaking of which, uh, talking about relationships and their uh, you know, they're, sometimes they're funny. And uh, Chloe's inspired and, and wrote a great one, introducing Joe Dia, one of my favorite films. Love this oh, film. thank you. Um, yeah, how's it doing? It's still, it's still pumping along, right? It's been out for a it, minute. It's doing, it's, it's doing good. We were, we were um, listed second on Apple TV, so I was very happy with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just still talking about it because I just still want to get more and more people to watch it because it's, um, I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, um, it, uh, you know, it, it is a sweet movie. It's, um, it, everyone who says it says it's, it's, a, it's a feel-good film. Um, and it's just right for, um, you know, just right for the world now. You know, we have just a couple of years with COVID. You know, we want to be happy and laugh. So um, yeah, absolutely. that's kind of. Um, what I, what, you know, um, and so, so it's the most, you know, it has been received very well. So, um, it was very, you know, which I'm, which I'm very happy with. 
That's fantastic. That's fantastic. It, it is. It's very, very good. I just saw, I was reading the top user review on your IMDb, and they, they were saying that, you know, after the craziness, COVID. Oh. <laughs> and I agree 100%. And that's nice. That's nice to get those good reviews. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, 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 thank you for telling me. I, I never read reviews because um, I know if I read I bad ones, it's going to upset me. So I, 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 I depend on people like you to tell me. Ah, well, you know, it's, we, uh, you know, it's, it's, one of the things I like about um, certain review sites, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is pretty good, too, um, is they're usually done by normal people, civilians like myself, yeah. you know, people not in the film business. Um, I don't like reading a review where they're like, well, you know, the director of photography and uh, should have really oh, taken yeah. into account, oh, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. like, give me a break. Give me a break. That means well, nothing exactly. to me. Exactly. No, I mean, mean, you know, I I have to say my um, I'm not going to mention names here, but my husband and I saw a movie just before lockdown that was so painfully bad. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in a theater. There were five old ladies in the theater with us. And even one of the old ladies towards the end said, is this movie ever going to end? It was so painful. Um, I would have (laughs) walked out, but my, my husband. My my husband is one of these. He won't. He will never walk out of a movie once he's paid to see it. That's he will great. Pay money for that. <laughs> so, if you found um, that money in the street, you pick it up. <laughs> right. So we got. We, you know, and I'm like your it, it somehow had some producer, some big name, had attached himself as an executive producer. I don't know how because the movie was so right. bad. And um and then we um but I when I went and read the reviews all the official quote-unquote critics were saying what a wonderful movie it was. And I'm like, so I went on to IMDb and I read the reviews from the normal people and there were comments like, this movie was so bad, the best part was walking out and sharing and talking yeah. about how bad it was to the other people who'd also walked out. So, so, so I agree what you say. It's like the, for the truth of a review, you kind of need to get from the average person, not the critics, because they will say what they right. feel should be said. Um, you know, but um, I just had that experience with um, everybody's the big buzz right now is that Elvis movie. You know, there, there are a lot of buzz with oh, yes. that. And yes. I have not seen it. I have not seen it. That could be the, the biggest flop ever, ladies and gentlemen. I, I cannot give you an honest opinion because I haven't seen it. Um, or it could be great. You know, everybody seems to think it's great, everything I see. But I was scrolling through, I don't know, YouTube or something. And I saw somebody who said, hey, I, I walked out of the Elvis. I'm like, well, what the hell is this guy about? And it, I watched his video. I clicked on his video, you know, just really to kind of see what he was saying. Because it, it was different because everybody, everywhere else I was reading, they loved it. And, right. But I don't know. You yeah. know, like I said, I haven't seen it. I mean, and I watched I, um, about I, 30 seconds of this guy's video, and I'm like, well, this guy would find a, a problem on a picnic on a sunny day. You know, I mean, <laughs> I can tell. And I'm like, somebody's girl broke up with him or something. You know, there's, there's other issues with this guy. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you 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 get that with a, with a lot of critics. Um, it's uh, oh, yeah. it's so um, it's yeah. 
And um, I mean, the Elvis movie I haven't seen. I'm. I'll be completely honest. Don't cancel me. I'm not a huge Elvis lover. Um, but I was actually just catching up with. Okay, I was just catching up. I mean, look, I grew up with my parents worshipped Elvis, and my dad. That was all he played to us when we were kids. In fact, also your <laughs> secret. When I was very little, my dad used to tell my sister and me that he was Elvis and that Elvis was still alive. Mm-hmm. It was just a funny story <laughs> told, and we believed him. We were like, because my dad, I mean, he, he kind funny. of, um, you know, he's got a big black shock, shock of hair like Elvis, but, you know, he really doesn't look like him. But when you're little, you believe it. And so, um, oh, uh, yeah. but, but, but I just, um, it's not, I'm not a huge Elvis fan now. And I, I mean, look, I, I've had, I caught up with friends yesterday who saw it and they loved it. They said it was a, a wonderful movie and they said, um, apparently the lead act is amazing. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not opposed to seeing it. I'll see it, but it's not, I'm not rushing to see it, if you know what I mean. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. If it's, you know, it's one of those movies, and I hate to say this, especially to a filmmaker, um, but there are certain movies that I just say, eh, I'll wait for it to be yeah. on cable or something, you know, and if right. I happen to flip by it, and it's a choice yeah. between watching Roadhouse for the 80, 100 million time again, or this movie, I'll probably watch this movie, you know, but... Um, I gotta tell you though, a movie I can watch like Roadhouse a million times. Roadhouse is a guilty pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's a terrible movie. I get it, um, but I I'm a guy and you know I, I like that bar <laughs> fight. Anyway, um, a movie that does not have a bar fight uh, and that I love 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 is Introducing Joe Dia. This is a movie I and people with their surprise. They're like, Jamie, really? You're like in a rom com? I'm like. Yeah, I like an emotional journey is what I like, you know. And this oh, is that's that's so one. sweet, Jamie. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's uh, I, 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 and I'm very touched. Your wife is very lucky having a husband who likes rom coms. My my husband hates them. Um, that depends on the one. No, my in laws. Oh my, and this is weird because my father in law, he's you know he's he's not a a macho guy. He's not fay by any means, but you know he opens his own. But he is in love with those the Hallmark Channel. We'll go over there in the middle of July, and they got the Hallmark Christmas Channel movie going oh, nonstop. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I'm like with your husband with those. I'm like, let me guess. She goes to a little town where she grew up and hasn't been back. You know, it's it's all. <laughs> but um, see, your movie was not. Your movie was kind of. I mean, it had a little bit of Prince and Paul for in a way. Not really though. Uh, but more, yes. you know, it was more. What was the one with Richard Gere and uh, every woman knows it? Um, Pretty Julie Woman. Roberts, you know. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. That's what it was. Kind of like, you know, weird, you know. Uh, but it's, you play, the character you play in, in Introducing Jodie, and I don't want to give any of it away. If people who haven't seen it uh, need to see it. Um, it's just fantastic. She's so clueless. <laughs> You know, when oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's a, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't want, you know, it's funny. I know this sounds terrible, but I do kind of get insulted when people say to me it's a Hallmark movie because it's not. It's um, it's got, mm. I think it's got a lot more mm. bite in it than the Hallmark movies. You know, um, it's like, no. you know, it's, it's, um, you know, she's a, she's a funny character. She, who doesn't get it. You're so right. Um, and, um, and it's just, you know, and it has a real. In a way. Right, you know, right. You're not. You kind of—I tell you—the first time I watched it, and, and as you know, I, I'm a—I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures for a living. But I watched your film, oh, wow. and for a second, I was like, "Hmm, you know, you know, I—I I understand I'm not always 
changing art like Pablo Picasso, but there's a couple times I've, I've like went, eh, that's good work. That's good work. And oh. I watched your film and I thought, did I, do I need to, course, <laughs> do I need to step back for a second? And so I did. And I'm like, eh, still good work. Still good work. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, but Jamie. That means a lot. That's a, a, oh, I know. I appreciate. I appreciate that. I'm. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad you do. I'm glad you did enjoy it. Well, it's great, and it, it really shows how, you know, when you're real passionate about something. I mean, to you, you're from your perspective. It's, it, you know, it's great. May not be for everybody, um, but just the the romance. And again, I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to give the, the anything away. Folks, just yep. trust me when I tell you, it's fantastic. It's a good story. It's a hard film. You like it. It's you like, like it's, it. I mean, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a film to see. Um, it, it's a film where you just kind of, I mean, it's a date film. I tell people, and uh, it's mm-hmm. one where you can just um, switch off, enjoy yourself, and um, and have um, and just have a good time. And it's a, you know, it's a feel good movie. And I know. Um, I know some people who criticized it said, oh, well, you know, it's just the standard romantic comedy. It's, you know. But the thing is, no. when we watch romantic comedies, that's what we want to see. We want a happy ending. I remember the first time I saw a romantic, a, a romantic movie that was, quote, unquote, different, and it had a sad ending, and I was devastated because mm. they should not mm. have sad endings. I mean, there were romantic no. comedies like... Um, my, my best friend's wedding, for example, I don't call that a romantic comedy because she doesn't get the guy. I think it's a romantic tragedy because um, the whole way I'm rooting for Julia Roberts' character. And then when he ends up with Cameron Diaz, I'm like, no, she was supposed to run your wedding. Even though she's the bad character, you kind of you sympathize right. with her. So to me, that's a, it's not a romantic comedy, that film. Um, so I just like no, a romantic comedy one where it's, where the guy gets the girl. Although it's funny enough, I have had people commenting on Jodea saying that they wanted Jodea to end up with Harold, her her crazy, um, you know, landlord, which um, right. I think uh, <laughs> is, is some, you know, um, which is something I get. Um, I think the problem with that is that Ryan, who we got playing the role, was a little too good looking. I wanted um, Harold mm-hmm. not meant to be that good looking, but he was far and away the best actor, and he, you know, he nailed the part. But um, so that's that's the one. Hell that's yeah. the only. You know yeah. how it is, uh, Chloe. The the pitfalls of, of being a babe. You know, it's just uh, things you got to deal with. It's uh, one of those issues. Um, you know, very true story. I have a friend of mine who uh, I, I don't want to say her name, but she um, she told me she's got a great career. She grew up in the Midwest and uh, was just really, you know, gangbusters. Uh, very good looking woman, uh, and as a young woman. She said, well, everybody kept telling her, you need to go to Hollywood. You know, you, you right. got this. And she she was very classic American, you know, beautiful, long, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know. She rolled into L.A. Uh, to make her, her her movements in film. And and then she told me this. Uh, I'm not really telling any secrets or anything. But, um, you know, she went on a couple of her few auditions and they said, well, you're great, but there's 150 great people in front of you that are exactly oh, yeah. the same. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's so they she are so... She wasn't being um, in the movie business, but she did very... She's doing very well and very happy. And, she, yeah, and I mean, so, so yeah? You, sorry, she, she's no longer in the business, you said? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's no, very sad that company teaching software or something. But um, yeah, she's making more money consecutively than any of us. You know? Oh so. yeah, she's smart. She's very yeah. smart. But it's it's yeah, like yeah. I mean, as I said, those of us who stay in it, it's because there's nothing else. You have to do this. You can't explain yeah. it. It's just it's crazy. Right. It's just you know, and nothing That's anyone can say. Nobody, nothing, anybody ever says that could be, you know, it's, um, you know, and that's what it was like for me. I just, I I couldn't not do it. It was just, it's just, it's that or nothing. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. 
but um but yeah but it's like that i mean it's so um you are one of millions and and that's a big reason why you know i say to actors don't be divas because you're replaceable you know if you um oh, if you sit and you give everyone a hard time there are a million other like you you know you can you can replace anyone even on a zero budget film like ours we had i mean i shot a i, I mean i shot a um I, sh- I shot another. I, sh- I mean, I shot a pilot a few months ago now, um, and um, mm. and one of our actors, one of our actors, was being a diva and was refusing to say things a certain mm-hmm. way. And the director came to me and said, "What do I do?" And I said, "She's gone." Um, I said, "We get, yeah. um, you know, it's, because the thing is, it's just, it's. I mean, uh, it, it's such, it's such, uh, it, it's such a competitive industry, and you kind of have to, as an actor, you kind of have to be nice to everyone do everything you can um, to stay in there. And also, I mean, even when you're not an actor, again, you work on something, you want to network, you want to be able to meet people so you can make your movie. Um, so it's very, but yeah, it's, it's true. It's very, um, and they, you know, they very, and it doesn't matter how good you are, there can be someone else who comes in who's just that much better than you. And that's why, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess that's a big reason why I started writing my own stuff because, um, you know, they, um, it, 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 it is so competitive. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It reminds me, I interviewed this young lady, um, oh, this is probably a year or so ago, and she's, she's beyond, 17, 17, in the music Oh, wow. And, uh, Ooh, yeah, that's living young. in Nashville. got to be tough. No. Oh, yeah, still living with her parents, you know, <laughs> at the curfew, you know, and she's, but it's interesting because she's um, a fantastic musician, just, uh, you know, almost to bot level, and she, uh, is does the majority of her work is um, as a hired what they call a hired gun. People come on tour, they're like, oh, we need a drummer. Right. She's, let's call, you know, and somebody says, hey, call such and such, and boom, she's there. And she, she she's been on, I think it's like 170 albums or something. You know, she played all wow, this, wow. knows all these people and stuff. And I asked her, I said, well, I said, I'm curious, um, you know, with your age and whatnot, what? how do you attribute this? You know, I mean, that's pretty amazing. And she yes, said, you know, it the, is. Oh, she, and she told me, she said, the, the first thing that anybody has to learn in this biz, any type of showbiz business, especially is you have to be a good hang. You have to be. Yeah. Oh God. That's a good around. way of putting it. Yes. You know? Yes. And I had never heard more wise advice in any business, in anything of life. You know, if you, people like hanging out with you that's half the battle man <laughs> oh, for sure. and it's like i mean i have i mean i have my go-to actors my go-to crew members who i call on for every movie i make because they're fun they're nice mm-hmm. they're they're good to work with and um you know and the best are the actors who like who've done like they've done numerous i mean small roles for me um in um in 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 all my movies, and they're just they're so sweet, they're so good. They never like kick up a fuss or say no. I only want to lead. They're fantastic, um, and I'm always going to use mm. them. Um, and so right. and so, I mean, I know this hasn't been a multi million dollar project, but one day it will be, and that's why people have to, you know, you kind of just, you know, it's <laughs> like you, you you have to, um, you know, you have to be pleasant to work with. Oh, absolutely. And people, you know, and the thing is, is if people like hanging out with you, and I've worked on a lot of, not movies, but, but projects where there's not a big budget, um, you know, mm-hmm. where, where you're doing a lot of stuff yourself, uh, you know, we've made a lot of raps for art shows, uh, you know, because 
couldn't yeah, afford yeah. to go buy a big platter, you know. Cheaper to go to Costco. Anyway, um, you know, if, if you're pleasant to be around, people will kind of do that extra mile a little bit. You know, they don't mind doing yes. it. Um, yes, if, absolutely, if absolutely. That was something I had to learn, man, because – and it's hard, too, because when it's your project, when your name's on the door, oh, man, it has to be perfect, you know, at least in my world. Of course, and of course. I One of the things I had to learn is kind of stepping back and letting people – do what they do well, <laughs> do it, you know, <laughs> and exactly, uh, exactly. It works, it works out. Well, this film, yeah. this does not look like a micro, what do they say in the business? A micro budget production. Um, no, not yeah. at all. This doesn't look like it was shot with a cam or a, a phone or something. No, well, we, well, it, it, I mean, done. yes. I mean, this is the thing. My trick is I know how to get directors who know how to shoot micro budget so that it looks like it's not. So, you know, um, and that's what John that's who directed it is. Um, he's, he's, he specializes in low budget and he makes them look fantastic. And, and that was what I wanted because I mean, initially it was going to be a much higher budget, but we just couldn't get the funding. We couldn't get the funding. And then it was like, well, you know what, let's just do this on zero budget and make it look good. Right. Right. Well, it's amazing. And you've been making films uh, in various, I mean, crazy, uh, the amount of um, the range and, and settings of films. You've made films in Africa. Yes. You've made films here. You you know, I mean, oh, my God. Well, you know, I, I, did, um, I didn't actually, my, I mean, my documentary wasn't the critics. My documentary wasn't actually made in Africa. It was, um, oh, we did, well, well, well we, we have footage that's from Africa. Uh, but the reenactments were actually shot in Australia, but we found parts of Australia that looked like yeah. Africa. So that's, that's just a secret. Um, although if you do watch movie the movie, magic. it's in. Yes, it says at the movie end, all magic. locations shot on location in Australia. But yes. Um, that's yeah. Um, I watched that film, um, which is, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I, it it's on the tip of my tongue. My, it's, uh, let me look. my documentary? Yeah, what was the name of that one? A Stranger in My Homeland. That's right. That's what it was. And it, I did not know this. I did not know it. No. And I didn't watch it all the way to the credits, and I'll tell you why. Because I hadn't been trained by Disney and Marvel yet to watch. That's one thing ah, I will say yes. about superhero <laughs> movies. They yes. have trained me to watch the full credits. There's, there's best boys and grips out there now punching the air going, yes. My name's in life. Thank you. I know, I know. You know, that's Thank something my, my husband um my husband always does that. Even um when we're not watching the Marvel movies, he will stay till the end because he says you need to show respect to all the crew members who are there. I, on the other right. hand, usually have to run as soon as it ends because I have the tiniest bladder known to man and I usually need to pee. Um but that's funny. <laughs> you know what's weird that you see him on cable. And like movies on cable, like I don't know, any of these networks, TNT, pick your network, doesn't matter. And they'll do the credits at like warp speed. I'm like, how is anybody supposed to read that? I know, I cannot stand that. Yes. <laughs> it's um, it's so annoying. Yeah, it's it's um, and then you got to be like, and in the theater, there's nothing you can do. But when they do it um, when you're watching at home, it's like stop, rewind, pause. Right. <laughs> Exactly. I gave her go fund. My name's supposed to be in there somewhere. Um, no, it's right. very true. Very true. 
Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Let me ask you this. When you, you know, you're one of my favorite people in the movie business. You just are. You're, you're oh, such a good one and so much fun. And, yeah, just so accessible. Um, when a movie comes, you know, one you haven't, well, you, you mostly write your own now. But normally, how does it, you get a script, somebody emails you a script, or they send it to you? You know, I know, I'm picturing Chloe sitting by the pool, big sunglasses on, there's a little dog somewhere, and, um, you know, the butler brings her I'm a cat person. Um, You know, usually, I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day, movie time versus real time, because you mentioned, you know, sometimes it's hard to get fun, to get all these not to, to make the clock, just to get all the pieces in the same room, yeah. you know, so a clock can be made. It takes time. Usually, what would you say a movie? I know it all depends. I mean, there's no hard and fast rule. But what do you think? Like two years, three years, something like that? From like, um, I mean, look, it can take up to 10 or 20 sometimes. I mean, you know the, um, the old classic movie Grease. That was shot mm. in 1978. Now, I was reading, you know, set in the 50s. That's because it was supposed to have been made in the 50s. That was in the script was written. Uh, um, because wow. they, wanted El- they wanted Elvis to play Danny. Um, mm. And then for whatever reason, it never got up then. So it was made like 20 years later. Um, so wow. it can take, um, I mean, with me, my problem is um, myself being a woman in the business and age. And with Jodea especially, which was my sweetheart script um i didn't want anyone to ever say to me you're too old to play this role so that was why when we Mm. weren't getting the money that was when i said you know let's do this on a low budget so with me i usually give it um yeah i mean with some you give it a year um just to try and see if you can get names attached big money and then i just say do it yourself raise a little bit of money shoot it on nothing make it look good um, and then you've done it, and then sell it afterwards. I mean, like, I'm already, I've made my money back from Devil's Cove, which was my first movie you saw, which we shot on 10K. Um, that's doing very well. That's been, that, you know, that's that, that that's sold well. Um, introducing Jodea, I'll, I mean, we, we've got two great distributors. We're out there on all the platforms. I, w- I probably won't see any money for another year because it's just like that. But it's we're being sold, wow. and we've got great great distribution. And it's like, I mean, that's so much better than still sitting there waiting for some big name to attach themselves and say yes, you know. Um, so it's it's a whole exactly. process. That's how I work. I mean, I mean, with what I hate about Hollywood um, is that it's it's a it's it. I mean, most people don't work that way. Most people, it's like, well, we have to get a name attached. But the name attached. Right to get financing, it's a chicken and egg because no agent is going to let pass on a script unless they can see the money in the bank. So, and then your investors will say to you, well, we're not coming on board unless, you know, Tom Cruise is a definite. So it's a chicken and egg mm-hmm. scenario. You go between the two, you go between the two. A lot of people BS their way and say they've got money when they haven't. I actually know someone who um, was a lawyer and actually has been struck off the bar because he was faking documents to say that they had money and stuff, mm. um, doing all kinds of dodgy stuff. Um, but the fact is, it's, it's an impossible situation unless you get money. And so, and that's what the situation we were in with Jodea. And that was when I just said, look, we'll shoot this on nothing. We shot it on 30K. So, um, you know, so, so that's, that's, that's how I personally operate because I just don't believe in waiting around. And, um, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I've this is this is my life dream. I'm going to be making movies, whatever I'm, you know, all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's 
it, it really goes to show, it reminds me, my first business, um, and I've had a few, uh, but I'm, I'll never forget when I was a kid, I was, I think I was 21, 20 or 21, something like that. And I had a friend of mine, he was a painter too. And this is before I went to art school or any of that stuff. Um, we had this co- is this coffee shop that wanted us to do an art show in it. Yeah, I thought that was great. All right. I said, well, get the contract signed and for, went to Kinko's and because nobody had home computers in those days. And we, we printed up some contracts and, you know, you were supposed to get them signed. Turns out the, the two days, you know, I'd run in a truck to get all the canvases there, all the paintings and everything. And uh, we were for two months on these, these paintings. And, um, and he's like, well, they decided they didn't want to do it. They're going to do something else right now. And I said, oh, well, where's the contract? We'll get some money and go to get a lawyer. He's like, well, I didn't want to say anything to him because I thought that was weird. And so I never got con- So, you know, we were out of luck. And wow. I was mad. And I was very yeah. upset. Yeah. And I, there was a, I an old bar on the corner that had been for, for lease. For I'd seen that for lease sign forever in it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to open up my own. I knew nothing about the, uh, I'd worked Good in a couple of restaurants, but I opened up a coffee shop. I owned it for a year and then I sold it to somebody else. Uh, that broke even on the deal. It didn't lose any money, but um, just decided to do it myself. And I've always since then had that attitude, you know? Um, yes, yes, you, you have to. And like well, with, with what you're doing now, it's, it's the same. It's, it's wonderful. It's, um, it's, uh, it, it is so much easier and um, it, it, it is, it's, it's so much easier. And it's also, you also aren't, um, you, you also aren't, um, you're beholden to anyone, you know. Um, right. I mean, I know, I, I know some horrible stories of people who've had, quote, unquote, unve- investors who have stolen money um, and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, it's so, um, it's, you know, oh, I, I mean, I, I, one of my. Of that happens every day here. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's done. Oh, right. No, but I mean, but when I have never lived anywhere where I've seen that much shadiness go on. It, and I lived in Las Vegas. Um, yeah, right. Crazy. crazy. It's, the, the weird it's thing so, about that type of stuff and is a lot of these people, and again, I'm an old man now, so maybe I see it a little clear. You can make so much more money just doing it the right way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's dumb. Yeah, why risk it? You know, you want a jail experience? That's no fun. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Right? Are you kidding me? Exactly. Um, I know it's um. Why yeah. This? Oh yeah, for it's sure, crazy. for sure. It's um no, and, it is crazy, and it's just I mean yeah, but I mean I mean look, I'm just a big believer in getting out there and doing it yourself, and um and it's I I think sometimes you know that is and getting it done exactly, and then you just you 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 get it done as well as you can um. And um and the thing is with what I've found with low budget when you find that there there are enough people who, um, who are um, as passionate as you are about the project, you'll get it done well because they want it done too. You know they want to also they also want mm. to do. Um, you know, so Absolutely. I think um and and so that's you know I mean I don't know if you had a similar experience when you're starting up your own um, I, 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 when you when you were starting up your own um business. But um, I, I, you know, I definitely, um, I, I definitely find in the film, you know, in the film world, you know, there are there are enough people out there who want to just do something and who are passionate about it, and they don't mind, um, you know, not getting paid or not getting paid um, sad right. rates or whatever. There's a lot of people will help um, you if you're 
if you're a good person and, and you're doing, you're following through on your passion, you'll be amazed if you look years later, when you look back, you're like, you know, I was really surrounded by just a tremendous amount of people that were on my team that were pro me, you know, it, it amazes me. Sometimes you'll look back and go, wow, those people really went above and beyond to help me out. You know, it's, it's, Right, right, absolutely, and I'm the same. I mean, I have people who I'm still beholden to who've helped me. Um, yeah, so much, so much, and it's, it's, yeah. There are, um, yeah. I mean, there are good people out there, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so. Um, I, um, I, yeah. I mean, I just said that's that that's that's the best thing, advice I can give is just do it yourself, um, and just, um, you know, um, and it's it's really, um, and 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 it, when it will happen. You know, um, but oh, I just absolutely. find, I mean, the thing which I'm opposed to, which so many actors and so many, um, so, so many, um, people do in this business is they just don't, um, they just wait and they expect someone else right. to do it for them and they expect someone to help them and it's not going to happen. I mean, with my movies, people have always helped, but I've always had to put in the first lot. I've like had to put in the first lot of money and then other people have come on board and put in a little and put in a little. And, um, and then, you know, and then someone else has said, oh, and, and yes, you can use my location for free and, you know, stuff like that. But you kind of have to start off yourself. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Right. Right. Well, and it's it's very true. They they want to see that you're serious too, you know, and um, you believe in it. It, it. There's a weird thing in this country that I think has happened. I think it's always been there, but I I see it more, and I, maybe I see it in, in other businesses more than film. Um, although, although uh, with these these re, these uh, shows, these competition shows like The Voice and stuff, you know, they it all is that. Oh, what's that Hollywood myth where I, I think I can't remember who it was, Rita Hayworth or somebody was sitting in a soda fountain and the producer walked by and said, Wow, she's a knockout. Let's make you a star, you know? And I think a lot of people have that fantasy. And the reality yeah. is the majority of people I know in film are people like you, Chloe, who work. Who say, Oh, seventeen hour day, well, that's a Tuesday. <laughs> you know. We, we get it. You have to it's work. like it's, it's exactly. It's like it's um, uh, it's 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 it, it, it's so um, and the thing is on the on the rare cases that I know of of people who that has happened to, I mean people who I've discovered and people who I've given a lead role in something. It's uh, they usually aren't cut out for it. It's like okay, what do I do now? And then um, you have to unless you actually want it yourself. It, you know, a lot of those cases, you never hear from the person again, you know, and you see it all the time. You see the next big thing. I mean, I was watching a movie the other day where it was, you know, some young actress they were introducing and um, she was a kid and um, was going to be the next big thing. And she hasn't worked since. Um, it's so right. it, it's like unless you want it, it, you know, you can be that person discovered at the soda fountain. But if it's not what you want, it's not going to last. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s 
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rocking reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Absolutely. And, and, we, and we've all seen it, especially recently within the last few months, of, of somebody who may have one uh, good thing, you know, big thing happen, and then they, you know, they're, they're the next Catherine Hepburn in their mind, you know. Um, and it right, right. Out that way. Um, you know, it just, uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's a crazy world. But, you know, thank God there's people like you in it that are making these films and stuff. I tell you, 
I tell people this all the time. I said, support indie film as much as you can because we all got a very good taste during COVID of, of not going crazy and insane because we all had streaming. We could all sit in our house and be entertained, you know. Right, right. And all these platforms had all this content from people like you, you know. Yeah. Um, people ran out of Marvel movies the first week, I think. Uh, you oh, know, really? Yeah, yeah. Their- I mean, I, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I guess, yeah, they, I think, yeah, people probably did go to more independence during that period. Just because they're flipping through and they're like, yeah, that looks interesting. Let's check this out. I got nothing else to do, <laughs> you know. Um, the right. sourdough bread's cooking away. Uh, let me watch this. At least a lot of people I know, that was the case. And you know, I don't know how they did it. That first pandemic, that the one they were always talking about, that 1917. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, with the, with the crowd we have now, I think reading would have got real old real quick. <laughs> you know. Oh um, God, yeah, absolutely. I know. I mean, it's so. But even with what we with what we had now with the um, technology and stuff, I still couldn't handle being in lockdown. It was just crazy. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. I tell you, it, it was funny. A lot of my friends were, um, when all that was happening, they were like, are you doing okay? I'm like, yeah, man, this is a Tuesday. I work from home. This, this is, you know, normally it's me and my dog every day, all day long. Uh, that's how it is, you know. Uh, my wife mm-hmm. manages a retail place, and she leaves and goes to, to work. She's, you know, she's at work. Uh, she leaves the house to go to her work. And, uh, and she does stuff at home, too, but when she's off. But, you know, the weird thing was, so it wasn't a big deal for me. What was different is that suddenly she was home all day. And our right. dynamic, like on her days off and stuff, I know I'm not going to get as much done as I normally would. Uh, because she's home and we're going to do stuff. You know, we're going to go grocery shopping or we're going to do this. or do, Hey, let's go, get, uh, let's go get subs for lunch or something. You know, I mean, we're just going to do stuff. And mm-hmm. suddenly she was home all the time. <laughs> and I wasn't oh my god! Done, you know, yeah. Well, we you know, I have to say, um, with no disrespect to my husband, who I love dearly, but I was very glad that he was working during lockdown because he was—he's a um, personal injury lawyer, and he was needed. Right. So it was just him and his boss, and they kind of just saw all their clients over Zoom. But um, I, I'm so right. glad he got out and went to the office every day because he had driven me crazy. Um, but um, you know, I mean, he said that was the, that was because he—he works in Woodland Hills, which is like can take him sometimes over an hour to get home from where we live in Beverly Hills. So um, I had right. to laugh because um, he said that was the best thing about that period was the traffic he said he could sleep in and literally it would take him 15 minutes to get to work um so um you know yeah um he said he misses that i'm like i'm like don't say you miss it that was the worst period ever i hated lockdown don't jinx it it. oh it's so true exactly exactly um it's um oh my gosh time though it was I never it was thought, a horrible I mean, time, yeah. 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 I mean, and I'm not making a light. I know a lot of people died and whatnot. I'm not saying, I'm not making yeah. a light of that. I think it's terrible. But, you know, it was just something I've never thought about or even considered a possibility. And, and, and we lived through that, you know. We really did, uh, you know. Yes, uh, yes. I mean, it was a... old and tell stories <laughs> about... Well, I think, I think one of the, I think 
one of the funniest things I saw someone post in that period was, I'm really sick of living in a significant part of history, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> so true. So true. So true. And it just keeps happening. It keeps happening. Oh, my. We need a break. I know. I it's just, yeah. Hey, I mean, I guess I think, yeah, things, sorry, Carrie. Oh, no, no. I just wanted to say, speaking of things concluding, another great show. Great show. It's on HBO. Um, I think you might be, I don't know if you've seen other places, but I, I watched it on HBO, um, was uh, The Righteous Gemstones. You you were yes, part of that which, and everything. I was in that, yeah. Now concluded. Fantastic it, show. It, you know, it's, we're, show we're now on, yeah. You got into that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, cool. One of my favorites. I'm so, um, and are you sympathetic towards my character? <laughs> Chloe, come on now. Come on now. This is a fantastic uh, show. I like a good show. Do you get tucked into shows? Yes, absolutely. I, um, I mean, not being I, them, not making them, but watching them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, we got into, my husband and I got into Mrs. Maisel over lockdown. Mm. We got addicted to that. Yep, which um, I still haven't watched season four, but I will. Um I've heard um, that's a good one. I haven't watched it. Is that a good oh, one? Oh yeah, it's very. I love it. I mean, look, it's, it depends if it's your thing. I mean, it is female oriented, and it's about you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, 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 about a Jewish female comedian in the 1950s in New York. Now, I haven't a. I love it because no. it's just. <laughs> um, I, I think it's hilarious, but also, um, I love New York and I love old New York. So for me, just watching that period is just wonderful. But if it's, you know, it may not be for you. I know a lot of guys who don't like it, but, um, but I mean, I think it's worth watching. Just watch the pilot episode. And if it's for you, then keep watching. If not, don't. Um, so, um, but yeah, that's, yeah, but that's, uh, that was, I mean, Ozark, you know, you can yeah, think yeah. of Ozark or Netflix Narcos. Um, although I do think I know Spanish a little bit um, enough to get me in trouble after watching that. Um, <laughs> you know, all the cool words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To wind up hanging from a tree somewhere. Um, yeah, I no, the Righteous Gemstones. I really, I really liked it. I, I liked that film. I thought it would, or the show. I should say not film, um, film technically and whatnot. Yeah, there's certain shows I'll get into, and um, and I'm just hooked. I got to tell you, unpopular opinion, and a lot of people my age and younger will say, "What are you talking about, Jamie?" Stranger Things, hard for me to get into. Just not my. You know, I'm like, eh. Oh, yes. You know, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember all the music, and that's great, but I heard that music a million times, you know? Yes, yes. Something. I don't know. They're like, you want something new? What's wrong with you? It's a whole other dimension. I said, I know, but it's just, you know. And, and it's it's teenager. I I got to tell you, I'm not a – I have to be – I'm at that age in my life where the universe is teaching me a lot of patience. Um, you yeah. know, so things happen and I'm like, Oh, I'm learning patience today. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, well, just... you're a better person than me. I'm not so good with that. I tend to be very impatient. It's, uh... oh, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, I remember my father was a little older than I am now. And he reached this moment in his life, his age in his life. Where things stopped bothering him. I'm like, Dad, that guy cut you off in traffic. We'd be riding in the car together. And he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's got a nice car. He's probably got somewhere important to be. And he just ah. did not care anymore, you know? But I, I think, look I think forward that, but, to that. But, but hold on. 
Yeah, but was your dad like that when he was younger? A little bit. No. No. Oh, he Not wasn't. With me. Not with Oh, really? Hey, dad, I uh I scratched the car. He was not aloof with that man. <laughs> really? Because that's no, cause, cause they, yeah. Because they say oh, that apparently, no. as you get older, you become your own personality times ten. So if you're no, paranoid, I... you become even more paranoid. Um, it's something I was reading. <laughs> Um, so I think I'm probably going to be even more impatient and more grouchy. Um, so I don't yeah. think uh, that's – but maybe he good for your dad that, that he overcame that. Fairness, fairness, he might have been that way, but just outside – with his normal circle. Well, just he could, he, normal but maybe universe. he just couldn't with you because you're his kid and he's got to keep me, you in line. Yeah, he's not patient. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I remember – I'll never forget. I'll never forget. And, you know, people, I don't want people to think my father was psychotic or anything, but um, I fell in love with this. We lived in Detroit. Uh, it's right on the border of Canada. There's a city there called Windsor, Ontario, which was the city. Oh, of the yes, river I know where it is. I, I've never been. I'd love to go. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I met this, you know, I met a, met a gal. I must have been, I don't know, about 17. And uh, I was in love. Oh, my gosh. And I told my, uh, I remember coming to, I thought long and hard. And I said, well, Dad, you know, I think I'm going to give up my citizenship and move over to Canada to be with her. And, yeah, we had one of those father-son enlightened conversations. No, it wasn't at all. It was um, my, uh, out of my head still hurts where I got smacked. Uh, uh-huh. Trying to knock some sense into me. Um, and he was right. Turned out he was right. Knew what he was talking about. Yes. Go figure. I mean, that's often the case. Um, Parents do know better. Um, and so, yeah, it is uh, it is often the case. You have to, um, I mean, when it's your kids, you kind of have to. Um, you can't be lenient. I mean, today's yeah. world is a different thing. Today, you hardly ever see, I mean, I don't know about where you are, but in California, kids are hardly ever told what to do. It drives me crazy. Um, Florida but, the same way. Florida's oh really? Way. I think oh, I just like I, I see the way parents. You know? I see the way kids speak to their parents. I'm like, oh my god! If you lived in Zimbabwe, you would never get away with that. <laughs> I'm telling you, it might. No, I will say this. I don't know. Maybe it's a guy girl thing. My father was not one of those. If you were being doing something stupid, he would he'd ring your bell. Um, and and that happened. You know, I. And I'm not saying people should beat their kids or do any of that, but they're definitely. My father had this weird move. I remember even being a little kid, I'll never forget. He had this weird move where it was almost like a gunslinger in the Old West where he could go for his belt. And I don't think he ever took it off. I was never hit with a belt. But, man, I thought I was going to It was to enough be. to scare you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I took notice. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I will um... say this. There were never any girls that got in a bad situation because of me, and, and you know, I, I don't have any... You were a good guy. You were raised well. Well, I just, uh, you know, I was in fear of my... Can you I couldn't even imagine going home. Well, Dad, yeah, uh, you know, i got to work three jobs now. Um, such and such isn't a problem, and, you know... Uh, that would well, if he, he but you see, even if you did that, you'd be a good person. Even if you did that, you'd be a good person. You're a bad person if it's, if you're denying it. If you say nope, right. didn't do it. You know, if you're working three jobs, <laughs> then you, your your parents did something right. The fact you didn't have to anyway shows you were raised really well. But, um, right, right. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so it's me, crazy. You're you in know, Florida, think, aren't you? I am. I am. I didn't live. I've only. Well, you know, it's weird. 
my wife points out to me now, because I'm always like, ah, you know, back when I grew up, where I grew up, she's like, you realize, and I talk a lot about when I, I've spent 10 years in California, Southern California, and, um, and people in Florida hate when you bring up, you know, we'll drive by the beach and people have to pay the parking meters here to go to the beach. And I'm like, well, you know, Florida's got, or California's got it right. You don't have to pay to park at the beach of California. And everybody's just like, shut up, Jamie. Shut up. They don't want to. Uh, yeah, you do. You do have to pay. You have to pay a fortune. Oh, no. oh gosh, I can't tell my wife because she, she'll, she'll. No, she'll yeah, no, that. no, seriously. You, you pay. You have, they have, um, it's like if you don't want to pay, you literally have to park about a, two miles away and walk, and that's not pleasant in the sun. So, no. so they no. have these massive, yeah. So no, no, you definitely have to pay no, in California. Don't apologize to her. That's oh, funny. just that's uh, just funny. don't tell her. Um. Yeah. Well, she points out to me all the time now. She's like, you realize you've lived in Florida now longer than you lived anywhere except when you grew up in Detroit. So you're technically technically a Floridian, and I'm like, no. No, I can't be. Um, but it's true. It's true. I, I, yeah, I live here, but I never planned on it. It was never in the, yeah. in the, in the plan. <laughs> it just kind of happened, you know. California's like that, though. When, like, let me ask you this: When you moved to California, because you moved from Australia, right? To California. Right, right. Uh, sorry, you, was that? When I moved to California, I was like, hey, I'm going to move to California. I'll probably live there for, you know, a couple of years and then move somewhere else. Um, and all of a sudden, like an instant happened, and I'd been there 10 years. It, it, time travels differently when you're living in California, I think. You know, maybe because it's so nice. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, when you live here, it's different. You see all the downfalls. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, I, um, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, I think it's, you know, real estate, anybody could get a mortgage. Oh, no. I mean, California <laughs> real estate is a joke. You don't want to, you definitely don't want to oh. be looking at houses here. No, it's, it's the same here. It's the same. I did the other day. I'm really into uh, one of the things I got into during the pandemic was gardening, organic garden. I started gardening. It's my this hobby I got into. And oh really? Yeah. Me a, yeah, they people and it's weird now because now people email me questions and stuff about you know different things in that world, and um, so they're like, "What garden?" And I couldn't remember if we're in zone because I had these different gardening zones, you know, and I couldn't remember if I'm in zone 10A or 10B. So I put my uh, address into Google uh, and put in the what gardening zone, you know, and um, it came up. But the second thing that came up was the Zillow, like, what's your house worth? <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's see how the, the big investments go in here, you know? So I click on it, like, triple, yeah. triple what we paid going in. I'm like, how is that possible? You know? Oh, yeah. But oh, it yeah. It's crazy. It's like, I know. I mean, yeah, it's so, um, it is, yeah. I don't know how, um, I mean, I look at, I mean, I know I have a friend who bought a house in rural Georgia for 40K, and I'm kind of, are you kidding me? In California, that Recently? could get you, uh, yeah, like two years ago. Um, it was, it's well, literally is in the middle. You could it's, build a whole movie studio on the property. I, I know, I know. And it's I mean, all there, destination shoot. Um, yes. I'm, I'm exactly. Don't. It's like uh, no, but I'm just saying it's 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 um. I mean, I just cracked up because California. What that gets you? 
I mean, you would you couldn't get anything in LA. Maybe outside of LA, you'd get a one bedroom somewhere. But um, no. just crazy. I, for forty grand, maybe big, maybe Central Valley, maybe or Central Coast. Eh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it would be that cheap. I don't think I don't think you could realistically, even in the sticks in California, what buy something for under hundred hundred eighty thousand or something. I don't know. It, I can't imagine it. I know, where I, I live yeah. in San Diego. I know you couldn't buy anything there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, San Diego as well. Yep. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. La Jolla and all that? There, no. You have to spend some money. Exactly. But where um, you're at, oh, you're, in, you're right there in uh, Beverly Hills area. I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't say that on the air. You're somewhere in Southern California. Speaking from I mean, but yeah, Beverly Hills. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's nice where you live, you know? It's, it's nice. So, you know, don't move, yeah. Chloe. Don't well, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the cheap part of Beverly Hills. That's the thing. And and we do have a good deal with the building, we the, our apartment. But, yeah, but it's, um, yeah, it is. It's, I mean, you just look at prices all around, and it's just, yeah. I mean, we couldn't move if we tried. It's just crazy. No, no. And that's, that's just it. You know, we got a big thing. Um, I'm, I'm part Cherokee Indian, and they have a big area there in Oklahoma and whatnot, and, uh, somebody was saying, well, you know, have you thought about re-? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to live in Oklahoma, you know, don't really. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's I like, can do online. But I'm like, I well, mean, it's I like. I do my business. I got to live someplace, you know. Exactly. And so um, it's true. I mean, it's like you hear of people who have these massive yards and stuff. I mean, it's, and then you're like, no, but they're out there. I, you know, I don't want to <laughs> live there. Exactly. I, we live literally, it's a 10 minute walk to the beach. Do we go to the beach? Oh, nice. No, we've nice. probably been a year and a half since we've been to the beach. But it sure is nice living somewhere where if we wanted to, we could. <laughs> you know, exactly. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I know. It's um, that's uh, that's definitely um, no. I I think that 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 is nice. Oh yeah, but it's you know, and being in the film business though too. One of the great things about where you live is, um. You know, everybody else is in the film business there. And so if you need to find some place or something or get yes. something repaired or, or whatever, it's all right. People that know how to do that stuff all right there. If you're in rural Georgia, might not be the case. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I know. Your husband would probably do all right. He'd do all right, you know, personal injury and whatnot. Uh <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that, I mean, there's always yeah, a wet but, floor. There's always, there's always a, oh, you know, yeah, but I think um, when he read the script um, with the, uh, the car smash up, cause that's a, a plot point in the film. Um, you know, where she, she gets rear ended and whatnot. Did, did he? Oh yes, that is. Well, well, that was how I, you know, I mean, um, because of him and the in, insurance thing, I thought, you know, um, that's what makes the plot point make sense, you know, because Zach doesn't want to, his insurance rates to go up. But he was at fault, so he's right. kind of like, let me pay, you look, let me just pay this, you know. I mean, because when, uh, when I initially wrote the script when I was living in Australia, I showed it to people, and they're like, well, that's not believable. Why would he be so nice if he'd just write her a check? Because there, the insurances aren't as harsh as here. It's but different. here, it's like right. you get in a little crash, and your insurance rates go through the roof. So um, right. so it kind of makes sense yeah. that Zach would be like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with insurance. Let me just write her a check for, I don't know, 50 grand or whatever and just, you know, oh, 10 grand, mm-hmm. I think, in her case. 
and um and get her out the way. So um, that happens. That happens a lot here in the states. <laughs> I yeah, think yeah, yeah. It does. I mean, how often that happens. Oh no, I know. I've heard of cases of it happening. Um, you know, um, you know, it, it, it's it's just it's so um, and I can see why it happens because I mean, I mean, I mm-hmm. did, I did four years ago. I did what Zach did to Jodea. I drove into a guy, the guy in front of me. Terrible experience. I felt so horrible, and um. But literally, the, our rates were through the roof for, I mean, now I think they've come down again. Um, but it was, yeah, it was horrible. Oh, yeah. And it, it, and it, it wasn't, I mean, happen. thank God it wasn't a serious accident. It was just, you know, I just rear-ended him and um, nobody was hurt, thank God. But um, but still, even then, it was just, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. And it, insurance is weird. They're like, oh, now the potential and blah, she's got a track record and da 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 Oh, know, I know. It's, it's like they look for me. any excuse. Any excuse. You're right. Yep. <laughs> yes. We're in the wrong business, Chloe. We're in the wrong business. I um, know, but you know, at the same time, it's like I see people all the time who are like lawyers and doing doctors, and they say to me, "I I wish I'd followed my dream like you had." And I'm kind of like, "Why? Absolutely. You're making more money." So I think there is, you know, it's like a bit of give and take, you know, maybe, you know, the insurance people are making the money, but, you know, you people like you and I are living our passion. That's true. That's very true. And it, it reminds me a few years ago, I was, um, when I left California, I just didn't move to Florida. I, uh, I, I had one of those moments of clarity where I, I woke up one day and realized how much I was spending every month what my, oh, what God. my nut was yeah, that yeah. I had to crack every month. And it, that's a very dangerous internal conversation to have because you start to realize things and you're like, holy. And in my case, I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm, and I have been spending this much every month. To, for, mm-hmm. You know, I could live like a king in Pigeon Forge, Virginia or something. Or, you know, I know. Kentucky or something. And. So I, I went to visit a bunch of friends. I said, I have all these friends all over the place. I'm going to kind of go get a lay of the land in different areas. And I did this on purpose uh, to visit and, and kind of see if this would be a place I'd want to relocate to. And I visited a friend of mine, one of my best friends in the world who I went to high school with, her and her husband and their children. And um, I, uh, I stayed for a week, you know, and realized, nah, it's not for me. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's they do. They love it where, where they're at. And so when I was leaving, she was, uh, and she told me this story later. She goes, "I saw you." And at that particular part of the, this trip I was on, I took a bus to because I was only going not far, not far enough for a plane. And she said, um, as she dropped me at the bus station, and she goes, "As you were leaving, I got to tell you." She goes, "I was getting ready to go back to work at the law firm, and I was thinking to myself." There he goes, no responsibility. <laughs> you know, she was very jealous. And I, wow. I told her, I said, I said, it's so funny you say that, because I remember being on that bus and looking out the window and seeing you wave goodbye. And I thought to myself, eh, I've made some mistakes. Where's my big house? Where's my beautiful children? You know what I mean? I could have done things differently. And I was very angry exactly. with her. Yeah, yeah it's said, funny. I, it's like, well, yeah. The, the grass is always greener, I guess, you know, one of those deals. Yeah, I but, know, uh, I guess, yeah. Oh, we wow. still laugh about that, though, today. And, uh, <laughs> we're just doing our thing. But you're right. You're right. A lot of people look to people like you, and, and they are Indians, you know. They're like, man, she's yes. making a movie. She's, when she turns on the TV, 
she can see her looking out of it. That's a cool thing that not a lot of people experience. You know, so of course they're uh, envious, you know. Who wouldn't be? Yeah, no, I mean, I guess. It's a lot of work. um, It is a lot of work, and it's a lot of hard, and it's um, it's hard work, and it's very, um, and you have to go through a lot of not nice things. Um, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not for the faint-hearted this business. No, no, especially not. And you know, the thing too that I am, uh, that I, one of the reasons I think I get along so well with so many good people in the film business that I know. I don't hang out with a lot of uh, shady guys. My BS detector is very well honed at this point, and I just don't have time for a lot of that. But good people like yourself or whatnot, I find it's the same way. You can can probably sum somebody up, whether they're a good person or not, in about 15 seconds of conversation. You know, I, I would like um, to think that's true, but I have to say I've I've I still to this day find moments when I'm deceived and I like how could I have oh, not picked yeah. that up? It's um I mean I'm oh, definitely wow. better than I was. But um, you know, it's uh sometimes I just yeah, I think there are people you can take anyone in and deceive right. them. Here in Florida we don't have people in the film business. Everybody here it, that I've seen a lot of is, uh, and it's so funny when they try to pull me in and I just kind of laugh and say, you're barking up the wrong tree. Are these uh, multi-level marketing people and they try to pull you in, you know, uh, oh, oh, yeah. you just need a few friends and you're like, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, I don't fall for any of that. Yep. It's a, uh... God, it's a, Jamie, yeah. I, I am so sorry. I have got another meeting to take. Got another oh, interview. Oh, I'm thinking I, uh, My fault. My fault. No, no, no. Um, I love. I could talk to you. I could talk to you all day. I'm just. I'm sorry. I should have told you before. Too. I have to go at noon. But I um. I really love talking to you, and I. I so appreciate you always making time for me. You're such a sweetheart, yeah, and I love. Absolutely. Will you run and do your thing, Chloe? And I'll finish and, up here. And, um, Thank you so much, and um, yeah. and and you have a have a beautiful rest of your week. And thank you again. I so appreciate this. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll talk to you soon, Chloe. Have a good well, one. There you go, folks. Thank you too. There you go, folks. Chloe Traco. You know, it's so weird when I speak to Chloe. I uh, I sometimes forget we're even doing a show. She's just that genuine and that sweet. Um, she's a really cool person, and she makes great, great films. I really like it. Folks, Introducing Jodia is out. We have links to the iTunes, Amazon, um, and we also